just rang the doorbell and asked for trick-or-treating. He'd be like, no, you're going to stand here and learn about rulemaking. All right, folks. Just another normal day around the studio. <laughs> Nothing absurd going on, either in here or in the wider CMMC ecosystem here at the end of October. We just had a town hall, Jason, as we do every month. And so I think we're going to sort of go into the recap of what they said on the town hall. And uh, trick or treat, everybody. More rulemaking updates. <laughs> I know you wanted I know you wanted uh, full-size candy bars, but, um, but uh, you're getting more rulemaking updates instead. <laughs> well, I tell you, this is absolutely bananas. <laughs> and the good thing about bananas is, is that they have a lot of potassium. So you won't cramp, right? That's, that's right. No cramps. Uh, and we'll try to make the, uh, we'll try to make this, uh, information from the town hall, uh, as quick and as appealing as possible. <laughs> My mustache falls off. Oh man, this is going to be an episode, ain't it? All right. <laughs> okay. so let's, uh, let's jump right into it here. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> first thing to know from, uh, the AB town hall. So, Oira the Office of Information and Regulatory Affairs, which listeners of the show will be uh, very familiar with, plays a key role in the CMMC rulemaking process, in every rulemaking process, because every rule that an agency has to submit, uh, or basically every rule that an agency uh, creates has to get submitted to OIRA for regulatory review uh, for lots of reasons that go back through, through history. So, it is really sort of the final step of rulemaking that uh, it gets submitted to, to OIRA for regulatory review. And for a long time, uh, everybody's been waiting for the submission to OIRA. That's sort of the, the key indicator that rulemaking was, was making its way through the system. And we saw that happen on July 24th. That was when you know the news basically came out that the rule is out of the hands of the DOD and in the hands of OIRA. And that once they get through their regulatory review process, we should see a published rule. So uh, it, this, this process, like everything uh, inside the D.C. bureaucracy with rulemaking, is governed by an executive order. And it says that OIRA has 90 days to review these rules. Now, the executive order does not specify whether those are 90 calendar days or 90 business days. It just says 90 days. And so uh, back around the time where this rule was submitted, we weren't exactly satisfied with uh, just this broad range of possibilities. So famously, you know, we went back and looked at all the rules since 2009 and did the calculations. Now, on the AB Town Hall, what we learned was it actually is supposed to be 90 calendar days. Who, who would have thought? And so 90 days, 90 calendar days after July 24th would have been October 22nd. And so as a result, OIRA is beyond their 90 calendar day window. However, the executive order allows for OIRA to file for a 30 day extension for their review process. So that is apparently what OIRA has done. Uh, now, uh, as we know, based off the averages that we calculated, it often takes OIRA on average 66 business days from the time that a rule is submitted, which would actually be today, uh, October 26th. And so, you know, they're not that far off in terms of like how 90 calendar days plays out with what's on average. But if you if you plot it out um, and you go back through all these rules, about 20% of the time, 
OIRA takes longer than 90 days, which sort of leads to the conclusion that this is relatively routine, right? 20% uh, is pretty big chunk. So going into a 30 day review process is not anything to be alarmed about. It's not, uh, it's just, it's just extra time. And it, and honestly, it sort of makes sense because the rule is rumored to be so large on the order of 200, 250 pages long, multiple different CMMC model documents and assessment guides and things like that. Uh, it's a massive rule. So, you know, taking extra time, not that big of a deal, but it is happening. Yeah, I was uh, kind of surprised because I didn't know that this was a thing, right? I always leave the rulemaking up to you. You know, it's it's right down your rind. It's in, it's in your alley of purview. You know, and, it's a serious topic. I'm a serious person. Yeah, and we don't want to slip on that, right? And so base, basically, um, I, I didn't know that this existed. So I thought that today I would be today as of this recording, October 26th, hitting refresh all day and hoping that something pops up and finally getting that full-size candy bar when i go up to the house right it is i mean it is we are talking averages here right i mean yeah. so there are there for the majority of rules that that oira has reviewed from dod have taken way 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 less than 90 days so you know it's it's probably unlikely that they would take less than 90 days uh but you know having it within that 120 day window not that big of a deal now what i will say is when you add the 30 days like they were talking about on the town hall uh, you end up with November 21st, right? Oh. Happy happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Uh, it's around Thanksgiving. Close enough. Close enough for government work. Uh, however, the continuing resolution for government shutdown ends on November 17th. And so I don't think that they're going to uh, try to extend their review process into a potential government shutdown or anywhere near that November 17th date. Uh, I, I have a feeling that although they've extended until the 21st, that we would definitely see something before the 17th. Uh, is there is there a case where like they extend, you know, past the, the let's say, God forbid, the government shuts down and they extend past November 17th and then we get into the government shutdown? Are they going to is it going to be a case where they're going to come back and they're going to be like, well, we started that 30 day extension before it shut down. Now we have to get things back together. Is it a delay or like, is there some sort of hard stop to this? Because we know that the OIR extensions only granted once. And the other thing that we were made privy to that I did not know about is that the issuing agency um, can grant an indefinite extension. Yeah, that's on, definitely going to happen. I mean, that's yeah. the DOD is not going to be like, let's extend the review process indefinitely, right? They're already annoyed that they, the rulemaking process has taken as long as it has. So that's definitely not going to be a thing. Now, now, if I had known that this extension existed when we got started, given the size of the rule and the complexity of the rule and how much Hufflepuff is around the rule, right? I would have been like, yeah, we're definitely going into this extension. Yeah, but it's hard, no, right? Yeah. I mean, this is this is one of the things that, you know, we're always wrestling with whenever we put and out, then, when we put out content around rulemaking, right? I mean, it's like if when we put our initial video out about the rulemaking timeline and the potential differences between proposed and interim and how the timelines overlap and play out. I mean, it took like 45 minutes to get through. Uh, this is back in January. It took like 45 minutes to get through everything. And, you know, it's it's a question of how many caveats do you add where you're like, it could be this. It could be calendar days. Mm -hmm. It could be business days. There could be an extension. It could be this. It could be that. When people are just like, how long does it take? Right? So, yeah. I mean, there's this extension period. Uh, I don't think that including that extension period is going to uh, be very far beyond their average amount of time that they take for reviewing it. 
I think it'll be before the government shutdown. I think it'll be before the holidays. I think in government tradition, they're going to finish their job and then dump a gigantic rule on the public right around the time they go on vacation. Uh, but yeah, for people who are hearing about extensions for the first time, uh, it is relatively routine uh, and, you know, it makes sense. So turkey sandwiches and rule analysis was on my calendar. For Least favorite holiday, man. Worst holiday food. Uh, it we, like we, we, it's just you know I mean at least we we're gonna get the rule but I mean it's like it, Halloween was such a perfect time it was such a perfect time this reminds me of when the cybersecurity national cybersecurity strategy was due to come out on the twentieth yeah. anniversary of the original cybersecurity strategy and they they published it like two days after the twentieth anniversary I'm like. What, you're like, just sitting in your office and sad hawk music's playing yeah. and you're like, dude, it didn't, is, do you think it this didn't is come? Some sort yeah, of like, game? Do you think this is some sort of a joke? This is serious business. Clearly look at the thumbnail, right? Okay. Dude, I, dude so I, I still like, we, we heard on the town hall, 90 days was 1022. That was a Sunday. Yeah. That's uh, let's, let's not forget that. I, the 1026 date and that's today, right? I, I'm still like, we might not know because the one thing that I have an issue with is that they didn't say, hey, the AB said that they did this 30-day extension. OIR didn't come out and or something yeah. or anything and say, hey, we're, we're late, right? You know, like right. we're going we're gonna to exercise our rights yeah, there's here. No way, it, there's no way to know on the rulemaking dude, entries back through 2009. There's no field that says we requested an extension. You just get the yeah. So 20% of the time they take longer. You know, you also have to factor in part of that, part of that factor, that number that we have, 66 business days, includes when the federal holidays occur every year, mm -hmm. when, you know, sometimes there's an election year. So there's extra federal holidays in terms of when the government's not working, there's government shutdown periods. So, you know, it's the fact that they went into the extension period is not uh, anything to be, uh, to take as a sign that there's like an issue or anything like that. Uh, I think it's, I, in my opinion, based off of paying attention to the rulemaking process here and how things are going, I think it's, I think it's perfectly routine. I think it won't extend very far beyond the average amount of time that they take every time. You know, the bigger variable is not OIRA review times. The bigger variable is how long it takes DOD to adjudicate public comments, right? Because that's not governed by anything. That's just how many comments do you get? How many are you going to respond to? How are you going to do that? That generally takes about 333 days. So, you know, it takes a while. Uh, but there, there's nothing that governs that process. So there's a there's a whole other thing that has to happen after this. So IRA is, uh, part is done. At least the OIRA part is governed by uh, by executive orders. Okay. So, anyways, the the point is is that the rule publication has pushed into November, and I think that is delightful because do you know what happened in November of 2021? Everybody shout it out at home. <laughs> shout it out at home if you know the answer. What happened in November of 2021 that changed the CMMC landscape forever? Is that 2.0 release? Yeah, yeah. The DOD officially yeah. announced the uh, existence of CMMC 2.0 after going through a year-long review process after GAO analyzed the merits of the CMMC program. Both of those things happening after the 2020 rule was published and everybody absolutely freaked out that someone was going to come and verify that existing requirements were going to be implemented. In November of 2021, the DOD announced CMMC 2.0, new formatting, new changes, new features, new things. And they announced that they were going to do rulemaking and that the rulemaking 
process would take nine to 24 months. And what do you know, 24 months later is when we're uh, planning to get the rule, right? Literally two years later, planning to get the rule. And all anybody has said, all of the freaking headlines, all the media that's covering this every time that they would be like, oh, we're talking to Oiro, we're doing this and blah, blah, blah. Oh, it's delayed. It's delayed. It's delayed. It's delayed. And they would never orient these stories and headlines against the original estimate of nine to 24 months, right? And so here we are 24 months later. And I want to know, I want to know, will these uh, media outlets that cover CMMC write a headline that goes, CMMC published on time. CMMC published in accordance with original DOD estimate. D CMMC published exactly the way that DOD said it would be two years ago, right? That's never that's never what they say. And it, it's this horrible thing that perpetuates this deal where, you know, it gets, you know, people see the headlines and then it starts to spread around. And they go, oh, it's delayed. It's not happening. It's delayed. It's not happening. Extremely unhelpful, right? It's just, it's, it's bananas. Anyways, anyways. Uh, I think that that's a an interesting detail that in the after the rule is published and we're well underway, uh, we will everybody will look back and we'll go, wow, uh, DoD did exactly what they told you that they were going to do uh, on exactly the timeline that they told you that you were going to do. And as we have covered many many times here, it on average takes a company fifty to one hundred employees to fully implement eight hundred one seventy one rev two and get ready for an assessment twelve to eighteen months to go from status quo to assessment ready. So if companies had started when the rulemaking announcement had happened, then they would have plenty of room to spare prior to the CMC assessment process starting. But as we know, that isn't what happened. And so things are going to be a lot more uh, frenetic, uh, I think, because a lot of people aren't going to start until the rule comes out. And I think DOD is going to look back and say, what was everybody doing? For those two years and i think they'd be perfectly justified in asking that question well jacob if that was a joke i love it if not can't wait to unpack it with you later one more thing on the rulemaking uh, <laughs> issue i know right i know everybody's like I, we just rang the doorbell and asked for trick-or-treating like no you're gonna stand here and learn about rulemaking so anyways one more thing uh the CMMC program rule is what we're talking about here. It was submitted to OIRA on July 24th. And then recently, as we talked about in the last episode, there is a rulemaking entry for each document that makes up the CMMC model. Uh, and those have a received date of September 27th. And what Matt Travis said on the town hall was, well, there's this received date and then there's a review process so the rule could be published and then the CMMC model documents could be published weeks to months afterwards. And I think that's incorrect. I, I strongly disagree with that interpretation for a couple of reasons. First, uh, the CMMC model documentation was leaked like a week after the rule was submitted as we, <laughs> as we covered on the podcast and as people can go back and, and watch the chaos that ensued. Uh, so the rule is the documentation, right? The rule is the uh, model overview. It is the assessment guide. It is all of this stuff in uh, in in addition to all of the government gobbledygook mumbo jumbo about you know uh, write this into the code of federal regulations you know title thirty two part one hundred seven or whatever blah 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 blah. 
So I think that um, OIRA generated each of these entries for the sake of the public comment process, not to imply that they somehow received the CMMC model documentation two months after the rule was submitted, even though we know they had the model documentation all along. I don't believe that's the right interpretation of what occurred. And I think that all those things will be published simultaneously because that's what that's what OIRA has been reviewing. That's that's what's in the rule. So uh, I think that uh, that was uh, not correct. Yeah, I, I don't understand how we got those documents from the OIRA website in July, right? Uh, it was it was boy, is that a mystery, right? Uh, that is, you know, those are part, those are supposed to be published as part of once they're done being reviewed, they're supposed to be published officially. They somehow ended up on the OIRA web website. This isn't a conspiracy podcast just yet. Um, so, you know, I won't speculate. <laughs> I won't so speculate. I had them, I had them before OIRA had them, but I got them from OIRA. Uh, well, yeah, that's a good point, right? Yeah. If OIRA received them on September 27th, but OIRA leaked them back in July, then how did OIRA not have them? I think maybe they chose yeah. not to receive them until the 27th. They're like, we have <laughs> plausible deniability. We never had right. these things that right. came out right. in July. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, like, exactly. So I don't think that's, I don't think just that's go with it. I think that they're all going to be published together. I think that that received date is just an artifact of when they generated those entries. And I think mm -hmm. they generated those entries to help keep the public comment process a little bit uh, less. Of, like uh, like you explained uh, last episode, yeah, splitting yeah. it up a little bit so you can concentrate yeah. the comments. So just the detail for people to, to think about. Okay. All right. So <laughs> other, other, uh, other <laughs> mellow calming topics. The DOD Inspector General launched an audit against the CMMC C3 PAO accreditation process. Air horns, flamp, flamp, flamp. That's a, a case closed. Clearly something horrible is happening and CMMC is dead to rights, right? Right, everybody? That's what the headline said. That's what the hot takes on LinkedIn said. Uh, it has to be bad, right? No, wrong. That is not correct. That is not correct. So uh, a couple weeks ago, the DOD IG announced that they were going to be looking at the accreditation process for C3PAOs under the CMMC program. And man... The confirmation bias was off the dang charts. I mean, it was like, everybody's like, see, see, fraud, waste, abuse, bananas. I told you, right? And this was like, this is, this is it. This is going to be it. Now, um, what I would tell everybody is um, take a deep breath. Because as people may know, who've listened to this podcast for a while, reading DOD IG reports is a bit of a hobby of mine. Right. I find them to be very interesting, very insightful. We've covered many DOD IG reports on this podcast uh, in the past. Uh, probably the biggest one was the DOD IG uh, investigation into the DOD CUI program and what that means for uh, the rollout of CMMC and you know how you can sort of you know analyze their conclusions. Now, uh, what I will say is is that most DOD IG reports don't find bad things. Uh, the DOD IG routinely announces multiple projects uh, every month, especially every quarter. Uh, and those are not motivated all the time by whistleblowers or uh, known issues or major fraud. Uh, the DOD IG, uh, as part of its job, routinely looks at a bunch of different stuff in the DOD portfolio. So if you got your news uh, from the headlines that said, C3PAO process being investigated by the DOD IG, then you might be led to believe that this is an anomaly, 
what I would tell people is if you go to the DoD IG webpage and you look at all of their projects for last year, they have had 107 different project announcements, 107. And in the month of September, when the C3PAO process project was announced, there were eight of those projects announced, uh, you know, including the C3PAO one. So some of the other audits announced alongside were the Department of Defense Foreign Material Program, uh, the estimates used in valuing assets provided under presidential drawdown authority to Ukraine, the DOD's handling of operational data from Afghanistan operations, the accountability of Ukraine-bound equipment to seaports of embarkation in the continental United States, DOD compliance with the prohibition of unallowable advertising costs on covered DOD contracts, DOD support to the development of the Iraqi Security Forces operational logistics and sustainment capabilities, and quality control review of the FY22 single audit of the National Center for Manufacturing Sciences and subsidiary. As you can see, they do a bunch of different things that are not always motivated by some sort of wrongdoing, right? So do not, uh, do not take the fact that the IG is looking into the the C3PAO process as some sort of indication that there's something wrong or as some sort of confirmation bias lever to be like, well, CMMC is not happening because the IG is looking at it. Do do not do that. So what we know is that the the AB started participating in this Inspector General, this process, right? Testifying or having meetings and interviews with them to talk about the process mm-hmm. as of yesterday, the day after the town hall, day before this recording. So I, that that's what I see. This is just standard practices. I would like to introduce you to things called checks and balances. And it looks like it's checks and balances on things that are... Uh, you know, pretty uh, of of pretty high relevance to to the you know the yeah, inspector general, it's right? Good. You know, I mean, this is the IG's job. It's their yeah. job to go in and make sure that everything's up to snuff and everything's being done. What I will say is, a lot of people saw the news about the IG uh, project looking at C three PAO accreditation, and they immediately thought either it was motivated by something bad, or they will surely find something bad. And I would just uh, say, uh, having read many many of these reports. Um, that isn't always what happens. It's rarely what happens. And so uh, what w- what will happen when the IG comes back and goes, yep, everything checks out, looks good to go. Somewhere in a deep, dark adversary cave, there's somebody pumping their fists in. Finally, my hard hitting report made its way to the proper people. And things are being done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lots of lots of hard hitting reports in the past fed into the GAO evaluation of the CMC yeah. program, led into the DOD Pentagon wide Tiger team evaluation of the merits of the CMMC program have flown into OIRA's regulatory review of the CMMC program. And none of those uh, found anything significant that was out of order that uh, needed to derail the program, let alone the merits of the program. And so the idea that the DoD IG, as part of a routine set of uh, projects to evaluate inside the DoD portfolio, uh, would somehow find some smoking gun or major issue, pretty unlikely, I think, from uh, what's been happening. So we'll have to wait until we see what's going on. We're going to have the CMMC rule well before we actually get this IG report done. Those IG reports typically take six to 12 months uh, from the time the project is announced until the time that they're published. So, you know, interesting, but I think that there is probably a much higher chance that the IG turns around and says, uh, yeah, everything looks like it's good to go. Here's some room for improvements. Here are our recommendations. Uh, Have a nice day. 
And uh, if you heard about the IG report and you said, well, we're not going to worry about implementing 800-171 because CMMC is clearly not going to happen, uh, I would say that uh, that's, that's probably not a wise strategy. No, I, I can't disagree with you whatsoever. Alrighty, everybody. So that wraps up the major uh, uh, information that was put out in the town hall. Um, and we're going to be still expecting that CMMC rule here very shortly. IG audit, probably not that big of a deal. Um, and Halloween's right around the corner. So uh, we'll see what happens between now and Thanksgiving for rulemaking. But uh, as always, we'll cover it as it comes up. Happy Halloween, folks. See you next week. See you, everybody. Bye.